Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got our boy, Neil. Hi. This, uh, this isn't a DiNardo-Neil special where, you know, it seems like Mitch Keller's on the mound, the Pirates win. This was uh, quite the opposite. Yeah, this, this is like an April DiNardo-Neil show. <laughs> yeah, very much so. This is when we were going to ban Neil from ever doing postgame shows. <laughs> <laughs> That if, if this was going to be like, maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this, but yeah, um, nothing great tonight. <laughs> Pretty miserable game. Yeah, I'll say this. I won't say nothing great tonight. Jack Sawinski showed up tonight. Yeah, Jack Sawinski. That's was good. it. That's where it ends. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's not the most fun post game to talk of. Um, we have to do it. <laughs> it is now officially. <laughs> tuesday so uh it's a brand new day <laughs> there's some positive <laughs> another day on the surface <laughs> there you go we don't have um, to we, we we could just start end the stream now <laughs> <laughs> right uh but honestly where do you even want to begin with this um i guess we can start with the one positive tonight sure yeah uh jack Sawinski homers twice tonight both over 400 feet, both not in garbage time. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> the last time I was on, I called him a uh, garbage time Barry Bonds, and he might be beating the allegations. There you go. He is, again, like, I mean, everything that we've said to this point isn't wrong. Nope. He's he's extremely weird. I, I keep saying it. You know, like, his splits always vary. Like, last year, it was a very, very weird season. This mm -hmm. year so far has been a very, very weird season for other reasons. And, uh, I mean, at this point, like you said, yeah, like Jim put it out there tonight. He has a, what, a 147 weighted runs created plus? Yeah. But a, a negative 0.1 WPA. And as he says, that's never happened. There's, no, there's only 25 other players that had a 147 WRC plus since 2021. And none of them had a negative WPA. Yeah. But for Jack yeah. Sawinski. It's so weird. And I think I mentioned this last time, like the eye test really doesn't tell you he's a 150 WRC plus player that he's close to a 900 OPS. Like when you watch Jack Sawinski, like you don't get that, but clearly there's talent there. And I guess yeah. it's about honing in that talent. And I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to take anything from tonight because tonight was just a weird, terrible night. But those are the kinds of performances you want to see Jack Sawinski do where He's not homering when it's seven to two off of the Mets' tenth bullpen arm in a blowout game. Like you want him hitting home runs, and now if he's hitting the clutch, now he needs to hit them off of good pitching. Because as much as I love him, Jamison Tyon isn't good, and the fact we only scored three runs off of him isn't great. Yeah. Yeah, and they had opportunities again. That's you know now granted. 
mm-hmm. eleven to three was the score. If they capitalize on opportunities, they probably still might have been losing this ball game today. But mm-hmm. again, it just comes down to it. There was there's definitely opportunities today, and they squandered them. Uh, just you know, very unfortunate. The offense outside of Jack Swinski just really didn't show up. Seven hits on the day, two of them being Jack Swinski. Of course, both those being home runs. Yeah. Uh, eight strikeouts, three walks, two of those being Jack Swinski once again. <laughs> uh, you know, like yeah, it just they weren't stringing things together. The offense really wasn't there. And like you said, I mean, this was a matchup where you fortunately or unfortunately I would look at it. I mean, like you said too, like I, I love Jamison Tyone. I want mm-hmm. the best for him, except for today. And uh, he was able to – he wasn't effective. He wasn't effective today either. Yeah. Again, comes down to it. Like this lineup just didn't do what they needed to do uh, mm-hmm. in total. But, um, yeah, it's just, it just a bad game all around. Yeah. You know, and just, again, like, like going back to – Jack Sawinski. It's just like <sighs> he is very polarizing. There's people that love him. There's people mm-hmm. that hate him. And I don't think we, I mean, of course, we put, like poke the bear a little bit, but like you said, he clearly has talent and there's mm-hmm. skill there. It's just, again, like the weirdness and you want to see more consistency out of him. And tonight, yeah. the two homers, you know, like this is what he does. Is he going to go off on this tear again and have like this this great seven, eight, nine, ten game stretch, and then disappear for a month? We don't know, but like that's what he does, and that's like you said, the eye test about the the OPS and like the one fifty way to run career plus and all that. Like, like you're right, you know, when you at the end of the season, even like right now today, you're looking at that and like how how's he here? <laughs> yeah, more times than not, you're talking negatively about Jack Sawinski. Yeah, you are. And like, it's kind of a case of like, he's very, it is weird. He is a case of like box watching or actually watching the games. Um, And because if you just look at his box, like his, his fan grass page, like, wow, this guy's one of the best players in baseball. Yeah. Um, But he's not. And that's not slight against him, I don't think. Um. He's just yeah he 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 needs more stuff like he did tonight to really solidify himself as a top player. But I'll tell you what I mean I'd rather have him in the lineup than a bunch of these guys at the moment. Right. right. <laughs> and so I don't know. I just want to put something out there because again, like you said, like just the eye test, just just whatever. Just I mean, this is like where we're at, and Jim will Jim will like this. But Jack Swinski has a 147 weight runs created plus, right? Yeah. Really Juan good. Soto has a 142. Yeah. They are not anywhere near like the same player. Like no. they're nowhere in the same stratosphere. No. You would not say, I will take Jack Swinski over Juan Soto. <laughs> but that's where we're at. Like you said, when yeah. you look at the numbers in the totality, and like you're just like, Jack Swinski's really, really good. Mm-hmm. But then like game over game you don't come away feeling that way. So again, this no. isn't going to turn like, I don't want to turn this into a Jackson Winsky podcast, but that is like what he is. Like you have these nights and he just looks mm-hmm. amazing. And he hits that 425 foot bomb tonight that cleared the scoreboard. And like, mm-hmm. you see the talents that he just oozes. And then he goes over four with four strikeouts. Yeah, exactly. Like, in back-to-back games, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess at the very least, I'll take this as opposed to him, where like he'd have like the hottest week you, you ever see in your life, and then follow it up with like the rest of the month being awful. So <laughs> yeah, 
Um, that's better. Um, but yeah, and I, it's kind of and I, I got in trouble with a uh, foolish baseball like two months ago over this, where I said like all he do is box watch the games, and he's one of those people with the biggest Jack Sawinski agenda on the planet. I was like, yeah, but like it, I don't know, <laughs> I, and I don't want to make us like. I don't want to like dump on Jack because he's been one of our better hitters this year. It's just, I don't know how to quantify him. That's what, again, yeah. We, I, you it, know, I say I don't want to, but like, I feel like the enigma of Jack Swinsky almost deserves an entire podcast dedicated to him. Yeah. Because you're right. Like that's where like, I feel like he changes the way you value war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think he's, I, mean, I don't know how much war he's at at the moment. I'm I mean, assuming it's, it's round two. And like, do you think it's hard for me to say that he's one, he's worth two war. I mean, 130, 1.6 before tonight. It's yeah. probably up to like 1.8. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Which again, you're basically like, he's almost a two war player. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> Mind you. <laughs> Juan Soto is a two war player. <laughs> yeah. So you're talking Jack Swinsky, Juan Soto same person prime Juan soto <laughs> well i mean right. they didn't even greg brown or like michael McHenry tweeting out like the mike trout comparisons and i'm just like <laughs> what is this <laughs> right <sighs> anyways I, I do want to end this i'm always called negative i'm happy for jack i hope he continues it yeah he got that home cooking tonight too he had the off <laughs> yeah. day exactly. Probably home you know the parents Got some home cooking. Got the two. He can be Ari. He can be Ari and Hap. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but anyways, yeah. I mean, this is the first game in Chicago. They lose it. Yeah. I mean, whatevs, you know. But um, they they can't keep playing like this. Now, everything looked bad. It was on both sides as well. Now, granted, we understand the field conditions were obviously pretty bad as well. I could maybe put some blame on that. But like, also on top of this game being very bad. It was also just very weird. I know on both mm-hmm. sides too. Like even the Cubs, like they got the third out by being hit by the baseball. You yeah. know, like like it was just weird all around. The umpires were terrible all around. It just like just wasn't a well played game. It wasn't a well, it wasn't a good game to watch. It just, I'm glad it's over. Uh, I wanted to turn the game off so badly. <laughs> like it, it, even like when we were in the game, it didn't seem like a game we were ever going to win. And we just kept handing the lead back to the Cubs. Like when we took the lead twice, we just handed it straight back to them. And, you know, it is one of those games you can't take too much away from it. The Cubs got like, I felt like eight infield hits tonight. Yeah. Like eight balls that didn't leave the infield. And it's just like, what do you do with that? Like it clearly just wasn't our night. And it was just a headache to watch. And mind you, not one was in error. Yeah. Like that's nope. where we're at too. Like, you know, like it, there were no errors. <laughs> it was just no. very, very bad. Yeah. I mean, like, like I guess kind of like into the Luis Ortiz start where like he pretty much had like one horrendous pitch. And then like the rest of it was infield hits and like walks. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about the first inning, he walks the leadoff guy, and that's not good. I think he gets an out, and then he gets what should be a double play ball, but it just bounces like four times, and Horner is safe at first. Um, and so, and, and then you give up the three run home run to uh, Ian Happ, which was really bad. Um, yeah, 
But like, you know, Ortiz wasn't great tonight, but at the same time, I can't help but feel he was horribly unlucky as a pitcher. The way I kind of take his start, well, it was very Oviedo-like. Like the first inning was just bad. And then he yeah. kind of he kind of got into a groove, you know, like it definitely got better. And like if you want to take positive, especially from a young pitcher, that's a positive. He could have imploded, just things weren't going well and it unraveled. Mm-hmm. And he he got it together. And I mean the the team was in the game, right? Yeah. Like, yes, that home run is three, it's a three-run shot, but then he pretty much kept the club into the game. If the offense would have really, really showed up and done so outside of Jack Sawinski. Um, but yeah, like th- that's a positive. Again, it wasn't a great performance by him, but it wasn't a bad performance either. Um, that's what I look at. You know, like the first yeah. inning, he struggled. He put it together. Things got better. But you're right. He was somewhat lucky, but he did get hit pretty hard. I think it was 10 hard hits in total. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly, like you're saying, into the dirt. So if you're going to get hit hard, that's where you want yeah. them to go also. Yeah, and Marcano and Bay just had really rough goes today. And I know it's raining outside, and like the conditions were not great. But I mean, you gotta. The Cubs were not making those mistakes today. They made think, some, but like, like you think the Brian had a few. Like you, you, you had like the Ian Hat mishap on the Palacios double. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you had the weird thing where it hit Master Boney, was it? I forget I who it hit. Don't um, recall. Yeah, it hit some Cubs player to get the third out. Like so, like it wasn't just us, but like you have to be defensively sound, and we kind of played it like a little league game out there tonight. Right. No, you're right. And again, like a lot of it, not to blame, but field conditions weren't great, and it just kind of is what it is. You know, and that's why mm-hmm. both sides you saw it, right? But I was gonna say is like, yeah, like even Cabrian Hayes had his moments defensively. Now, yeah. of course, he had good ones, and mm-hmm. I just go. I mean, the dude just so so smooth. So yeah. he had really good defensive plays. But even he bobbled the baseball. Like there was a clearly an out that he should have and normally would have made that ended up being mm-hmm. a hit, right? Yeah. So yeah, like when Cabrian Hayes is doing it, then you're like, okay, maybe I'll give some guys, I'll back off and give them some excuses because if he can't play good defense tonight, maybe something's up. Yeah, no, that's fair. And it really was just like, I think it was a collective brain fart of a day from everyone. Yeah. And that's why I said, I, I, I don't want to blame it on field conditions because, again, the Cubs were, you know, same conditions. They just played better. Like we, we we had seven hard hit balls all game. We had five off of the worst starter in the National League. Part like, of it, too. Like the Cubs it was, didn't have to defend much. <laughs> Yeah, like we 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 kind of just rolled over and died today, except right. for Jack Suwinski, and it was kind of hard to watch. And someone really has to explain to me why, well, multiple things, <laughs> but why Andrew McCutcheon is getting an off day after a day off, why we're batting Carlos Santana fourth, why we're persisting batting Marcano leadoff when he's been cold for two weeks. And why Austin Hedges gets to play every day? Like there are so many like. Well, all that's a chain reaction to yeah. Andrew McCutcheon not playing after an off day. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. <laughs> We've talked about this a little bit beforehand as well. Like mm-hmm. it would be different if thirty-six-year-old Kutch is playing the outfield. You give him the days off to save his legs. Yeah, thirty-six-year-old Andrew McCutcheon is DHing. 
he has to stand at a plate four times, maybe five a game. Yeah. And then he goes back to a dugout. Yeah. So I don't understand again, especially after an off day, why he needs another one. You yeah. know, like I don't get why he has to sit so much yet. Carlos Santana is 37 years old and playing the field yeah. plays as often as he does. Now, granted for him, like it, um, Troy going down really hurt that. Like he has to play more than he's expected to, but like mm-hmm. Connor Joe exists. You brought yeah. up CSN. I don't, I don't understand why Kutch has to have so many days off. No, I, I don't get why Kutch has so many days off and like Santana just needs to take a seat for a few days. Like, I don't care how you do that. Like play Joe. I know you don't like right. playing Joe. But like you can even put Bay in center, move Jack to left, put Castro at second, and then let Santana have a few days off because like he is so bad right now. He is a significant drain on the offense, especially for your batting for fourth and your playing first base. He, and he and just to me, there. like he screams a guy who like I need some days off. Yeah, and he keeps popping it up, and he's and can't believe I'm saying this, but like supposed to be the veteran leader, he's he is not there mentally in the box. At bat feels over before it's begun. Um, and I, I don't know, it's just this. There's not enough offensive firepower here. I feel like there's just been too many games, even when we're winning, where we're saying this offense isn't doing enough, and eventually the pitching depth is going to come to bite us and the offense isn't going to be there to pick us up. I mean, the pitching depth already is. Osvaldo yeah. Beto is starting tomorrow. Yeah. And this is like, that's not, mm-hmm. even though we kind of did, this isn't like a, I'm trashing Beto in the sense, but it's, that's where we're at. A guy who's mm-hmm. literally not on the 40 man, the 27 year old AAA pitcher is starting tomorrow because mm-hmm. yeah, the pitching depth is, is eliminated. It's done. <laughs> yeah. So like they've is. already reached that part. I mean, yeah, when like what three pitchers are hurt, you have to move Contreras out of the rotation. And I don't know if you have to, but I see why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there no um some pitching reinforcements really need to be on the way. And I'm not even upset that they're keeping Priester down. I'm honestly not. I know a lot of people are. I I am not convinced he's ready. I think that fastball gets killed. So I, I'm honestly okay with that. But if you're not bringing up Priester, there has to be another option besides Osvaldo Beto. If we're serious about if we're sitting about serious about winning, which considering we're not playing our best offensive players every day, I don't think we are, and that's just a shame. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. But anyways. <laughs> The 26 that are on the field right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have to start showing up, though, too. Yeah, it's anyway, dire. That's the one thing. Like This offense, it's just – it's not long enough. Now, Marcano was playing well. Again, like we talked about the um, chain reaction. The cut sitting kind of does everything, right? Because he's been leading off and doing a very, very fantastic job of doing so. With him out, that kind of puts Marcano there, who mm-hmm. was playing well. But like you said, and it's true, like he has been struggling mightily of recent. Um, I was for Marcano leading off at a point of time. Yeah. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's struggling. Who else are you really going to put a lead off right now? The it options are weird. limited because no one else is really stepping up. It, it, it's the weird thing because it seems like that this lineup, in some ways, 
are changed every single day in terms well, of where yes. people bat and where people play. And except, there are some except for Santana. Except for Santana and Marcano, it seems like. <laughs> it's very weird. And I don't know what analytics are being run. I don't know what they're being told that that they tell Shelton's going to put out the best lineup. But it's not working. <laughs> um, you know, Connor Joe hasn't been hitting well enough to hit in the five spot. Santana hasn't been hitting well enough to hit in the four spot. And I know your other options are like Castro, Bay, and Hayes, and Palacios, but at some point, they, you got to try something new. Um, and I, I, again, there's another easy solution you could go to um, down in the down in Indianapolis. The, but we the won't. guy that hit a home run tonight, yeah, just maybe, <laughs> maybe the guy who's like on a 12 game hitting streak. I don't know. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Like, there's not you have to. We need Troy back. I don't know when he's supposed to come back. And we need to bench some people, even if for one or two games. Troy's needed desperately, desperately right now. I mean, yeah. for one, we haven't really seen him this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say excitement, but the positivity of signing him was he has a decent bat, right? Yeah. I mean, much like Santana, like it, it's productive. So he should come in and provide some actual positive value to this lineup. But even more positive value is he's going to give Santana some days off. So you -hmm. can hopefully get the best of Carlos Santana as well. And then when they combine, you get one really solid first baseman. So like him coming back is going to be very, very huge for this lineup, I feel like. Um, But I'm with you. Like what I really want to start pumping and like not for the narrative, but like pumping the sense like, like the Brewers lost again tonight. Yeah. The Pirates are still in first place. You know, like it is now June 14th because it's 12:22 a.m. The Pirates are in first place. Again, like I can't say it, and I will say it though more times, but I can't say it enough right now where I understand you didn't believe you would ever be in this position, mm-hmm. but you are now. So like you have to readjust. Things need to change. You have to have a different mentality now because you're here because you were given this opportunity. And yeah. and I understand the division's terrible, and it's not as if like you're a great team, but you're in first place. You have some internal options. Like you don't have to trade away the farm to, to do better. Like you can just use your internal pieces to yeah. potentially get better because the Reds are right there too. Yeah, and the team that just that. beat you today is still kind of right there. So do you want to do something or not? Yeah, because the Reds are 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've won four straight games. They have called up the guys. Now, luckily for us, the Reds have no pitching. Like, their pitching is genuinely atrocious. But ours is going to get to that point right? if things don't change very soon. And then we're also not calling up the offensive reinforcements. And so – and it's not McHenry's fault, but like hearing, I think what he had to say, I forget where, but basically he said that they don't want to mess with a good thing with Austin Hedges. So they might keep Andy and Davis down until July is genuinely upsetting. And it is criminal for where the pirates are right now, because the fact that we have no ambition and no 
desire to even risk it because the super two is probably passed. Like I feel like it has to have passed by this point. There is, you should not be keeping your best offensive players down for Josh, for, for Jason delay and Josh Palacios. Like, I'm sorry. Like it's a ridiculous thing that we're even having this conversation. Or Mark Mathias. Or Mark Mathias. Yeah. But like, yeah, I guess he can fill in the second base, but like, I, I don't understand the thought process. Andy also could yeah. give Santana the days off until Troy exactly. Back. Yeah, and you know, even if you even if you want Austin Hedges to catch Mitch Keller and Rich Hill, and you and you're committed to that, fine. I can live with that. If right. you're playing Davis and right field positions. on those days, like correct, <laughs> it, it's. I do not understand how these people get paid millions of dollars to actively lose. I'm I with you. <laughs> I'm with you. You know, again, like this is to me, this is a very pivotal time. And the reason it's very pivotal is because of the Reds. Yeah. They're the team I'm, I'm most afraid of in this division. Again, Same. like the Brewers, Cardinals, I think we know what they are. Even the Cubs, like, I think we know what they are. And everyone at best is, like I said, meh. They're, they're, they're whatever, right? The mm-hmm. Brewers could eventually win the division. I wouldn't be shocked by that. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Reds put it together and went on a run. And you talk about their pitching isn't that isn't great, right? True. Lodolo's coming back. If they pull off a run and, and they're within one game of the Pirates or they're now tied with the Pirates or it's, it's the Pirates, Brewers, and Reds, are they going to invest and say, you know what? We'll trade for Bieber then. We'll trade for whomever. You know, th- th- again, that's what I'm coming at. So, yeah, the pitching's not great. Are they going to be willing to do what they need to do to ensure they're there? And you know, are the Pirates going to also be willing to do the same thing or not? You know, so again, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. That's why I think right now is so pivotal because it's tight and you have a chance. You're in first place. You have a chance to say, we are going to do something. And right now, they're standing pat. They're saying right now, I'm comfortable with this. I'm okay yeah. just being here. Mm-hmm. And that's worrisome because the Reds aren't saying that. That's why they've called up McLean well before Super 2. That's why they've called up uh, um, De La Cruz right around that time. You know, I think it might have been a little bit early, but they're calculating mm-hmm. i'm sure that it was super two you know they call up their pitcher they're calling up guys yeah and they're here they're it, arriving they are showing that they will go out and acquire the pieces they need if the division yeah. is there and i know i've heard rumblings that we're going to be acquiring our pitcher but it's probably going to be like i don't know like jordan Lyle. no not even jordan Lyles. i legitimately have no idea who he'd be in for but it wouldn't be someone like bieber and even as someone who's not as high on Bieber, like I'm afraid whoever trades for him is going to see him fall off a cliff because of all like the velocity issues and the right the K rates are down. But there has to be some urgency here because the trade deadline's way too far away. Correct. <laughs> like we are, so we are again, still we are still a month and a half away from that. So use the internal options. Right. Exactly. Like, that again, I can't took all the words out of my mouth. I, I would even say, you yeah. know, I'm worried that by the time that point comes, 
they didn't do enough to capitalize for that to even truly matter. Yeah, is it? Yeah, because it, it only takes like we're only three games over five hundred. Right. Like, like we, if we hit a bad bump in the road, and the Brewers and the Reds hit a good bump in the road, the rest of the we might have lost this division in June. In the fact everything, that we everything here, could flip flop in a week or two. Yeah. In the fact that we were even here and we chose not to do it because of 2028 and like a possible five million dollars on payroll, it's it's unacceptable, and I legitimately do not know how people are okay with that. Yeah. It, it, it boggles my mind. <laughs> so one thing I learned tonight in talking to you right now is this game was really bad because we clearly don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. We just almost ignored as the post game shows about the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. We kind of went on a little tangent here, but I think it's kind of important to talk about it right now because again, like it, it, it matters right now what we're talking of, but I guess maybe to get back to the game, Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we talked about Ortiz. We don't really need to talk too much about the rest of the bullpen because it was terrible. I guess just to put it out there, I mean, Moretta did come in. Of course, it wasn't a charge to him. It was charge to Ortiz, but he did give up the run. Two hits in the point two innings. Um, Ramirez, I'll, I'll say this because you and I have absolutely talked about him on mm-hmm. this show and how he has been impressive. You see the talent there. I'm not sure if he's good, but he's certainly talented tonight. Well, you saw what holds him back. So yep. in his point one innings, three hits, one walk, four earned, no strikeouts. Yeah, it was bad, very bad. Hit and a batter. I don't know. I I still think he's good. Um, relievers have bad nights like that. Yeah. Um, and I think. If there was anyone who was really struggling to um, grip the ball today, it was Ramirez because of the rain. Like you could tell, like when he hit Hap, he just—I think it was Hap—he did not have the control. And sometimes it's going to happen when you him like that. But I'm not terribly concerned about him. It was Hap. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then once you put in Z, you knew it was the white flag. So. <laughs> Right. Yes, it certainly was. I mean, and I guess the one thing I'd say is that Moretta, love him. He's proven me wrong all year. I think some of the uh, left on base numbers are coming home to roost, though. I, I think we're finally getting to the point where it's not sustainable to keep stranding that many runners. And I think it but comes I- tonight. Yeah, I guess what I want to say that is, is you're right. Like, there's going to be some regression to the mean but he wasn't going to have like a zero ERA either. You know, like he, I still am very intrigued by him and mm-hmm. I don't want to say high on him, but he's, he's starting to prove me wrong. Like you said, like in April, it was like, I, I don't know how he's doing it, but mm-hmm. he's not a good pitcher, but you know, like let the, let this run keep happening. And then May came and it was like, okay, maybe he is. So, right. Like, I mean, like you're talking about Ramirez. I mean, guys are eventually going to give up runs, you know, yeah. like he can't just sustain that either, but I, I, I still like, I still like everything I see out of Murder right now. No, I do too. And like, mm-hmm. he is, he has been on it for most yeah. of the year. So, so like, even like you're talking regression probably will happen, 
like I don't want people to think like, oh, he stinks now because like he gave up a run here or there. Like oh, that's that's a reliever. You can't just have a zero ERA your whole entire career, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so Moretto though he did give up the run, not charged to him though. Obviously that was Ortiz that put him on, uh, and then Zdrzyzny came in and just still looked awful. Uh, his ERA up to a five sixty three. That's the guy I feel like you have to purge once you get serious as well. Yeah. Again, I think I've said it before. I don't get the Stevenson trade if he's mm-hmm. going to be on a roster. It, it makes no sense to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I legitimately have nothing to say about him because I've already said it before. He stinks and he shouldn't be on the roster. Correct. <laughs> so we can move on. <laughs> we don't need to talk about exactly. him. Uh, so with that said, I don't really have much more to talk about with this game specifically. We, we touched on Ortiz. We touched on the offense. We got the bullpen. We kind of touched on the defense. Like, I think we got everything. Yeah. It's just a terrible day. Well, it's a new day. Yeah. It's Tuesday now. So it's going to be a good day. Osvaldo Vito's pitching. <laughs> Wednesday. Shortly. Oh, yeah. My bad. It's Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking it's. Even the day I'm thinking the first game of the series it's Monday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. So now it's Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, so Osvaldo Beto is going to be taking the mound today. Later, we'll be doing a post game on that as well. Hopefully, it's gonna be a much better game. I get to be on that post game tomorrow. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> I'm going to want to die, but okay. Um, yeah, it sounds like a. <laughs> Hopefully, Osvaldo Beto. Proves me wrong. We score 10 runs off of Drew Smiley. That would be good. And we can forget all about today. I'm looking forward for another Drew Frowny outing. So, all right. Well, then with that said, let's get out of here. It was 33 minutes, and we certainly didn't have any idea that we'd go 33 minutes on this game. So, Mm -hmm. we're done. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We'll be back again later today, (laughs) unless you're in Central Time or further. So, uh, see you then. Bye-bye. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.